behind Court and Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog, Mimosas in Manhattan. And we are back with yet another episode of So Random with Courtney and Kelly. We are a couple days late because shit is B-A-N-A-N-A-S in our lives. So much is happening. We'll catch you guys up on everything. Court, on a scale of one to 10, are you stressed right now? <laughs> I am stressed. So it is like the first time in two seasons that New York Fashion Week is back. And I think just I, I since the pandemic, I haven't had this crazy of a schedule because everything has been virtual. We can do everything at home. Now I'm like running around like a mad woman between Brooklyn and Manhattan. It's fun though. I mean, I've like missed these types of things. And thankfully, like our next two days are busy, but then we kind of have, well, not for you, but we have a break kind of on Saturday. Um, Kelly's going to have to fill you in kind of where she's at. We've both um, been moving out of places. So that's another stressor. We just got a couch delivered like 10 minutes ago. Um, so. <laughs> so welcome to our anxiety filled podcast today. No, but in all seriousness, like this is, it feels like life is finally getting back to normal. Like you mentioned, we haven't done fashion week in two or three seasons. And also what I just realized why it probably feels a little different for you too. This is the first fashion week you've done in forever, not living in Manhattan. So usually we would be in Manhattan. Courtney used to live on, what was it? Park and 37th and park. 37th and park, which was really in the thick of it. And I like, kind of feel like you sometimes pick that apartment because it was so great for fashion week. (laughs) Well, at least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) So we could like go back and forth. And after a show, we could just go a couple, a few blocks up and like be back at your apartment. But now you're going back to Brooklyn, which is like a whole different kind of like thing. Yeah, I am on and I'm really giving that subway card a lot of use this week, which is, is yeah, I know, which is great. Um, yeah, we're just kind of in that process of moving in. If you follow on Instagram stories, then you know that we're both just in that stage of our lives. We're moving into new chapters, even though Kyle and I are staying in New York, this apartment is just so much bigger than what we've had in the past, which has been amazing. We're both so happy, but we have zero furniture nothing. So this whole kind of week, along with fashion week, we've been picking up furniture from friends. Um, we have family on the Upper East side that's downsizing. And we were so generous to like so take nice. some furniture oh, off of their You hands. guys were so generous to do that for them. <laughs> we were like, Oh, of course. I'm so sweet. I'll take some furniture off your hands. I am a really, really nice to be your storage locker. <laughs> yeah. Of course I'll take that $2,000 desk chair. Oh my God. <laughs> well, your apartment's so gorgeous. And what I just wanted to say when we were talking the other day, you looked at me via FaceTime, I might add. And you said, I don't know what it is, but this apartment just reminds me of Papa's house. Like, I feel like I've been here in a past life. I don't know if I just made that sentence up that you said that that sounds like a Kelly sentence, but you were like this. I just feel like, um, like so nostalgic in this apartment and it just feels like home, which is so nice. Yeah. It, it smells like Papa's house. It's, it's weird. I think because I associate home with like how I grew up waking up in my bedroom, walking downstairs in my PJs and then going to the living room where when I've lived in New York in the past, it's been like two rooms. Yeah. So it's more like I wake up and I just mosey on into the kitchen, living, dining room, everything all combined into one. And now it's like, we have these multiple rooms, which it's just nice also for like the separation. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 really fun. It's kind of like we're still in that point where we're decorating. So That's we're so a little fun. it's it's fun. It's stressful because we have been using this. We got the a new Amex. It's our first time doing a joint card. So you rich now? Well, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's smart to do this. So like Kyle and I both have the same card. And then we just pay it off by splitting it, which helps so much instead of like Venmoing each other for like groceries or like rent or stuff. So we can just like do that all together. Um, But it's not as much fun when you're at a bar and you're like, oh, can you put that on Kyle Moore's tab? Because I know that I'm eventually going to get charged for those drinks. But it's been fun, but we have been spending, spending, spending because we have to do 6,000, I think, in like the first six months, which, which really isn't that tough to achieve yeah. um, if you live in New York. But we have been like, oh, a Peloton? Sure. Why not? Let's put it on the Amex. We need the points. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I need to get that. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's like it's I, I don't really know too much about credit cards. I'm I'm starting to learn because when we got engaged, a big piece of advice that people gave to us was get a new credit card so that you can use all the points towards your honeymoon or towards flights or anything like that. So that's what we're trying to do is just like build up all of these credits so that we can use it towards like honeymoon points. That's such a good idea. I feel like a joint credit card is almost the same, if not more intense than moving in together. Like that's, yeah. that's it. Like this is it. So you, you can't go back now, Courtney. I know. I mean, this ring was just a piece of shit compared to that credit card <laughs> compared to that Amex, <laughs> but compared to the Amex, it doesn't matter. Oh God. Okay. But tell me about your time in LA. You just got back and you're heading to New York tonight, which is wild to think about. Yeah. And you don't travel like this. So how are no. you doing? Okay. I actually, so this is what my past week has been. And I know I planned this for a reason, but it just sounds like the stupidest plan. If you say it out loud, I moved out of my DC apartment last Thursday. I got on a plane Friday morning to LA, moved out of my LA apartment and back and now going to New York to find a new apartment while I wait for all of my movers stuff from roadway moving, which by the way, they were freaking amazing. Courtney used them too. We Mm -hmm. actually have a discount code. Um, if you go to our Instagram, you can check it out and I'll put it in the show notes, but they're moving all my shit back to DC. I'm going to go through it and then move it again to New York. So I will be moving five times in one month. But how good do you feel that your stuff is all going to be in one place? Like it was stressing me out that you had stuff in LA, you had stuff in DC, you had stuff in Alexandria. Courtney, I feel this is what I'm going in. So I'm going up to New York for fashion week, obviously. And then I'm looking at apartments on Saturday and Sunday. And while I'm looking at apartments, I just, I want to go into it thinking that I'll be there for a little while. Like I'm done. I'm done jumping around. I want to just feel settled. I feel like I've basically moved every single year since I was 18, which is so crazy. And I think you have, that's probably like pretty, like, I'm sure a lot of people do that in their twenties, especially in New York. Like, that's just kind of what you do. You like jump around apartments, but I'm just like, okay, I just want to feel settled for a little while and like make a home. (laughs) Like I oh, yeah. oh yeah. We feel that way. We're literally not leaving this apartment. Every other tenant, there's only been three other tenants in this apartment and each of them have lived here for 
10 years. So we're planning on being here for 10 years to keep the tradition alive. Wow. Wow. This is a big bomb to drop. I know. Well, maybe not. We'll see, but you're going to be fine. I'm so interested. You have to share all of the apartments you're looking at too, because I I feel like people are so intrigued by New York real estate, but also looking at like one bedrooms for one person that I'm I'm sure people are going to be really interested in all of that. Yeah. And actually there's pretty good inventory right now. So I'll definitely be showing you guys. I'm looking like deeper into Brooklyn so I can get more space and I don't know. I think it'll be good. I'm excited to see what's on the market, you know? Yeah. I'm excited to watch. It's going to be so much fun, but it's just crazy. So all day tomorrow we're doing fashion week stuff. And I really wanted you to tell the story because I feel like this was kind of an epic moment during fashion week. And it, I think it tells like the evolution of what like bloggers during fashion week was. So one season, Courtney wrote this blog post about the clicks of bloggers during New York fashion week. And it like legitimately went viral. And this was the season. You remember those pictures where like everybody was arm in arm, like linked arm in arm, like bloggers and, and celebs, like everybody and editors would walk in groups into the shows linked arm in arm. And that's like all the street style photos. Like you had to be in a click to get photographed that season. It was so freaking weird. It was so weird. It was a time that I never want to relive you guys. It was like, (laughs) it was so frustrating because I mean, it it was, it was like old school, high school stuff. You know, if you weren't like included in these pictures, you almost, you started to feel like, am I even worthy to be here? Which is so dumb to think like we all got invited to the same thing. And these clicks were just coming out of nowhere. And there was this one like power group. Oh, I remember the power group. There was like 15 of them. Who, by the way, none of them talk to each other anymore. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We won't name names, but there was like a 15 (laughs) girl like power group, which um, was funny. And then this was also the era of really big, Instagram stars. And, you know, I think this season we're really starting to see the shift on invites going more to TikTokers. And there's this part of me that's kind of like, oh, how the mighty have fallen, like from that time of this like power 20 girls to now these TikTokers. But the sad thing is, is that I'm also now starting to see these clicks within the TikTokers. But I think that maybe history repeats itself. Um, There's definitely this like power crew of like Serena Kerrigan and Remy Joe and then all of the Bachelor people, which I think is really odd. Okay, this is my bone to pick with the Bachelor girls. I'm totally understanding if you watch The Bachelor, then you know I'm talking about Kit Keenan because she's Cynthia Raleigh's daughter. She's been going to Fashion Mm -hmm. Week since since she's been like born. So I don't have a bone to pick with her. But I, I do as somebody who's like, majored in fashion in college, like worked my ass off in fashion to see like a girl that doesn't know anything about fashion, but went on the bachelor. They're now getting all of these invites because they were on a show competing with other people. It's a little frustrating. I know they're getting the invites because of their follower counts. And of course that like leverages, but I'm like, these girls are followed because of the bachelor and them finding love, not for fashion. So there is a side of me that I'm like, it's just interesting because it's kind of like the bachelor people have now combined with the, with the TikTokers, like the popular TikTokers. And it's like this crew and we haven't really run into any of them. Um, but I'm curious to kind of see what they're like in real life. I mean, they all seem nice. That's interesting because I've seen 
I think that really happens with TikTok and reality show people in general, not just bachelor Mm -hmm. people. I think because so much of it is like video and entertainment facing that maybe they feel like a little bit more correlated as opposed to like heavy fashion or heavy beauty or whatever that may be. I did see the other day, you know, I don't really follow bachelor people, but I did see like the whole drama going on with bachelor in paradise where the couple went on the show and they were like, we are only on here to get Instagram clout. Uh huh. Yes. It was a hot mic moment. Kyle and I were watching in real time because like I sometimes your face just lit up by the way, when I'm so (laughs) excited that you brought this up because I was Kyle does he like dabble? So like walk in and out of the room when it's on me and him were sitting here shook to our core that these people were saying what they were saying. And we watched also in real time, their followers drop so dramatically. The guy has lost almost 60,000, 60,000 followers. And she's lost about 10,000 because the hot mic moment was her saying, oh my gosh, don't you remember when I got to 70K? And I think everybody wants her to get below 70K now because she was like, that was part of the moment. Um, What? Oh, she's, I don't know. Kyle just said like- Why why is (laughs) He knows, he knows. He's like, she's below 80. (laughs) So Kyle knows what's going on more than I do. He's been like very invested. Um, there's also an Instagram account called bachelor data, like at bachelor data and at bachelor data. On oh, TikTok. I think that's what I saw. Yeah. I like so, to see the numbers. Yeah. So they definitely keep track of that. But, um, going back to fashion week, I'm, I'm also a type of person that I never want to shit on fashion week because I'm so grateful for these opportunities. There's nothing more that grinds my gears than girls. I just saw this Instagram story yesterday from somebody and it bothered the shit out of me. She said, Oh, "Oh, well, like I get invited to everything, but I just skip. And it's like, okay, that's like really gross. Somebody else. Yeah. One, I actually wonder if you do get invited or you're just saying that because you're not going to be at the same shows as everybody. And you want that to be your excuse is that you're too cool to go. But like, I would love to go to that show. So like saying that you get invited and then skip, um, if you're trying to say that to be cool, like it's not cool. And it really upsets me when people try to act like that. But trust me, people, you have to understand, I guess, coming from me and Kelly who have been doing fashion week for a long time and also consider ourselves pretty level-headed. Um, I hope, but when you go into these, it is like people get on a drug that I've never seen before and act like, like if you have more than a hundred thousand Instagram followers, some girls walk in like their shit don't stink. I have been yelled at, like screamed at for sitting maybe a little bit of my butt cheek in somebody's seat. Like it is psycho. It's not about the shows or the fashion. Like I love that. It's about about where you're seated. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like people being shitty and like, It honestly is, it's the wildest thing I've ever witnessed. It's, it's girls gone wild. Yeah. It's girls gone wild without their titties out. Like literally, which is so weird that you said that because I was listening to Juicy Scoop podcast this morning and she was interviewing the founder of Girls Gone Wild. It was actually interesting. He like wrote his whole business plan at USC. He's a terrible human being, but eh, he's an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I'm just like thinking about that one time, this one girl where sitting no we I think we were second or third row or something like it doesn't fucking matter we're happy to be there like it literally doesn't matter yeah there was a front row and the front row was crowded she goes to the front row plops down swear to god in somebody's lap that she didn't know and like nestled her way in to the front row and we're all 
sitting there in horror. Cause I guess like at this point we know so many people and it's so fun to like, somebody referenced this as like, oh, it's like seeing your camp friends. Like you see them twice a year all together. And it's so fun. I swear to God, everybody that like we are friends with, we're all looking like, holy shit. I've never seen anything like this before. It was like, you see the worst of humanity at yes, these shows. You see, you see the, the worst, worst and you see the best. Because I think Fashion Week gives Instagram influencers and now TikTok influencers this little slice of feeling like they're stars or celebrities. Yeah. You know, they're walking carpets. People know who they are. And you're getting your picture taken nonstop. You're getting, you're getting stopped by other people. You're I mean, getting it's photographed. High. It's a high. It's a high. And I think these people start to get that high. And even if they're great humans, I think that they start to drink the Kool-Aid and think that they're better than everybody else there. And I think we have witnessed just sitting in our seats, seeing people literally become monsters, monsters. screaming at girls and just monsters ink monsters inking out, Boo! <laughs> but it really is just like a wild experience. I think we've had like so many, you know, great memories. Once you kind of like accept the wildness that comes with it and you, yeah. and you kind of realize who to stay away from. Like, yeah. I don't want, you know, to be around this person or you kind of know who's a little bit crazy. Um, it, it is really fun. I mean, the networking aspect is fun. Um, I think Kelly and I always just try to go into weeks like this, just 100% being ourselves and never acting like we're better than anybody. And or... being super grateful. Yeah, because, so like, grateful. You're exhausted the entire time. And I remember in the beginning, because I think we would try to probably like emulate what other people would say. We'd be like, oh, I'm just so tired. Like I'm running from show to show. And I just always want to be very cognizant of like, oh, I just saw this really great show. We feel so lucky to be here. Like you just have to flip the script because I think it's so easy for people to just be like literal monsters, Inc. Yeah, <laughs> I like that saying. Literal monsters, Inc. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we got to talk about that because I do think people are really interested too and always want to hear kind of people's honest opinions of the week because it is kind of something that from the outside looking in, you really don't know what actually are people's real thoughts? How actually are people ask are acting? Cause we only see things through the lens of like yeah. TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. We'll definitely have to do like a bigger update next week once we do everything over the weekend. So yeah. we'll, we'll let you guys know if there's any tea. Yeah. Of Speaking course. of tea, the tea of the week, which we called is Kylie Jenner's pregnant. We knew it. We knew it. I thought she was going to wait for the Met Gala. So the Met Gala is, I believe Saturday. Mm-hmm. No. Is it next week? Oh, I thought oh, it was this I weekend. I, I just know it's the first time that it's ever coinciding with Fashion Week, which people are really excited about. Um, I'm not, yeah, I, I'll have to check the date on that. So we thought it was going to happen during the Met Gala. She's like pregnant, pregnant. I'm not going to lie. I got emotional during that IGTV announcement. It was so cute. I was like, wait, I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm a Stormy. bad person. I'm a bad person and I haven't watched it yet because everybody's like, you're going to cry. And I am so fragile right now. I can't see anything that's going to make me cry. <laughs> so I'm just holding <laughs> off on it. Stormy's but like I running was, around. I was shocked that she announced it the way that she did. I think that she had to come out because everybody found out Caitlyn Jenner accidentally leaked mm-hmm. the news, mm-hmm. but I saw that Brody Jenner commented on her Instagram post and was like, Oh my God, no way. Really? Like he didn't know. 
Oh my gosh. Interesting. Well, I mean, she is about, I mean, she's far along. That was the other thing. I'm like, I don't, if she was trying to hide this, like, I'm not sure how much longer she'd be able to do that because she definitely is showing. Yeah. Well, Mazel Tov to Kylie Jenner. May her child be called Warmy and Stormy. Somebody <laughs> wanted it to be Warmy. <laughs> Staying within the Jenner Kardashian clan is Scott Disick and Amelia Gray are officially donezo, which means Lisa Renna no longer has a storyline on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Next. <laughs> I just have to say, she is loving this attention. She's like commenting loving. on every single Bravo account and just like loving getting reposted. Lisa Renna, I mean. Lisa Renna. She's never not entertaining. Week. Never yeah. not entertaining. She is what? here. Yeah, I saw she's definitely she's- walking. The Amelia is, and then Lisa's yes. sitting front row everywhere cheering her on. Yes. One time we went, I think we told this story, but like one time I like legitimately almost tackled Lisa Renna because I wanted a selfie with her. Like I don't, I don't get starstruck, but then I see fucking Lisa Renna, my knees buckled and I was shaking. I had this like demon light in my eyes. I was like, must you get to Lisa Renna? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, is she? I was like, she's oh, is she gonna run? Oh, she's <laughs> running, she's running. Like, I didn't real you started running after her insecurity, like had to cut her off. They were nervous. They were so scared. <laughs> oh well, so I don't know like what she's gonna talk about next season, but I'm not surprised at all. I posted a lot about the the Scott Disick and Eunice drama on Instagram stories last week. I mean, that obviously was the catalyst. If you're boyfriend is reaching out to Courtney Kardashian's ex-boyfriend's ex-boyfriend's DMs to try and like commiserate in her new relationship. That was probably really confusing if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but just like look it up. It's like way too confusing. But I would imagine like I'd be pissed too if I, I was Amelia. Yeah, that's it was so shitty. Also she's beautiful and he's he's beautiful but he's going through something she has her whole life ahead of her she's like what 19 (laughs) exactly okay so next we have to talk about real housewives of salt lake city because uh as you guys know we talked about this when the original trailer dropped i was super upset because i said where is the footage of the fbi they said that they have it and i want to see it they answered my prayers and they showed it to us it was talk about being an nes Holy guacamole. I was shocked that they're allowed to air that. I know. Like straight up the FBI is like, where's Jin Shaw? Where's Jin Shaw? And do you think, and in one scene, they're like, somebody had to tip the FBI off that they were there. Do you think it was a producer or do you think it was one of the castmates? But also like if the FBI is tailing you the whole time, like, don't you think they probably know where you're going? See, I think that they already knew. I mean, maybe there was somebody that tipped them off, but I really think it's the FBI. They like know where yeah, this is like a phones. cash trip. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I thought it was so crazy when she got the call and she's like, yeah. can you turn my mic off? Can you turn my mic off? Like she looks shocked, like guilty, yeah. guilty. Guilty. But if you're ever in an FBI debacle, um, do not go to Beauty Lab and Laser because you will be arrested. Yeah. For fraud. Do not go to Beauty Lab. <laughs> and, and Heather got really upset about that too. And we never want Heather to be upset. No, no, we don't. We don't. We, do, we love our lollipop on a stick queen. 
The other thing that came out in the world of snow and coldness that is Salt Lake City <laughs> is Winter House, which Ugh. the trailer dropped and it looks really good. I'm glad they're kind of mixing things up. I think they had to get really creative during COVID. And I think if there's one thing that we've seen from the past couple of seasons, especially with like OG franchises like New York and Orange County, is the same um what's that the same equation isn't going to work forever you know like I think we need to mix things up a little bit so they're combining some summer house crew and some southern charm and then adding some hot people in I'm here for it the only thing I'm confused about and I need your take on this is why the freak is everybody obsessed with Austin (laughs) I'm so intrigued by this and as Paige said it's very weird and she's concerned and I, I don't know. Part of me just wonders, I don't know. How does he pull these like gorgeous girls like Madison? And then you have Lindsay now in the mix. And then you have Sierra who's stunning. Oof. So, and then apparently there's a third girl that's also, I don't, there has to be something, some sort of Southern charm, if I will. Ooh. I do think he does kind of have that like boyish energy. Like it's almost a little like innocent. That's kind yeah. of. Maybe, maybe you just want, maybe he's a guy that you just want him to like you. Yeah. You know how there's these guys that you're just like, I just want him to want me. Always. Yes. Yes. There's one guy in particular that I'm thinking of. And I know you're thinking (laughs) of the same person. (laughs) Like, you're like, how can I make this guy fall in love with me? And then you fall in love with them on accident in the process. It's always an accident. It's never on purpose. Never. So I'm curious if there's something about him that like, I don't know. I'm very interested to see Lindsay Hubbard's storyline in Winter House because it came out that she was dating one of the like really hot um, guys. I think his name was Jason Cameron. Oh, like Um, one of the models? one of the models on the cast, but then now it's coming out that she potentially could be linked to Austin. Um, This is in regards to this filming of Summer House. So I don't, I think Winter House is also so delayed. I mean, they filmed this last fall, like thinking about our lives, so much has happened since then. So that, I think that I wish it would have gotten released sooner. um, Cause I think so much has happened probably since the filming that yeah. it is a little delayed, but, um, I'm excited. I just, I'm excited for new shows, new people. I'm glad they added so many new people to the mix. Um, and I want to like, see, I, I think the concept is great. Summer house worked so well in quarantine. So yeah. I don't know if you know this, but one time I was like three glasses of wine in sitting on my couch and I DM'd Austin and I was like, Hey, will you come on our podcast? <laughs> I saw that you actually asked for a podcast swap. <laughs> we went on their podcast and they also, came- we were like two shows in at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, um, yeah. But, you know, they- reach for the stars, reach for the stars. Even if you mi- no, reach for the moon, even if you miss you'll land you'll grab the, the star. stars. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> And if that's not something to go off on, I don't know what is. That was incredible. I missed talking to everybody on the podcast. I think we'll have so much to talk about next week. Hopefully I find an apartment by the time we chit chat. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? But make sure to tune in. Um, We are so excited to update you guys next week. And we are looking forward to a fun-filled fashion week and weekend of kelly in new york city so tune in on instagram stories at court and kelly and make sure to follow our new tiktok account also at court and kelly